Hi friends, welcome to season two. The You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast is an authentic space to talk about life and truth and love. This podcast has evolved, which is no surprise to me, because when you choose to live authentically, you experience a lot of change. Thankfully, it's always a positive change because when you ditch the coulds and shoulds and let God lead, the outcome is always beautiful. This podcast started as a resource for recovering perfectionists, but has expanded into a place for all to come and be themselves, share their struggles and their victories, giving God the glory along the way. Our world today suffers from an excessive amount of pressure on all sides that leave an individual feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, and eventually hopeless. My guests and myself have experienced all these feelings at one time or another, which is why these stories and encouragements will inspire and uplift you. Did you know that you were created by God to do life with Him? You weren't meant to figure it all out on your own, and you aren't expected to. God doesn't need to stay far away and unapproachable. He wants all of His creation to draw near and receive the fullness of His love. The relevant Old Testament will walk beside you as you read through Genesis. New insights will be revealed to you that take the Old Testament from boring and unrelatable to exciting and vibrant. God made me aware that so many of his believers are lacking a deep and intimate relationship with him. And this newest book will help them discover the intimacy they've been missing out on. Everything we need in this life has been provided for us by God, but we can easily miss out on it by being distracted by the world. If you know that God's been nudging you to go deeper with Him, or if you feel unsatisfied in your faith, then let this be a prompt that leads you to say, yes, I will seek you in your word. You can purchase the relevant Old Testament in paperback or ebook on Amazon. Maybe you want more details about this book before purchasing it. That's okay. Click the link in the notes of the show to read some reviews. While you're reading your reviews, I invite you to check out my other two books, You Don't Have to Be Perfect and Truth and Tools. You Don't Have to Be Perfect is about letting go of perfectionism and the countless pressures of this world by embracing your true identity in Christ. This book is about my journey of saying no to perfect and yes to truth. It is not about slacking off and doing things poorly like one might think but about honing in on your God-given purpose. Truth and Tools is a practical approach to releasing yourself from the perfectionistic habits. It walks you through how to practice living your life in the truth you were created to live in. I hope you'll check them out. Thank you, friends. Please enjoy today's episode. Inside today's podcast, I have Melissa Robinson. Melissa is a wife and stay-at-home mom of two boys. She enjoys gardening, nature photography, spending time with her family, and she also loves to write and encourage others to grow in their faith through her blog, My Hills and Valleys. Melissa, thank you so much for being here. Oh, Vanessa, I'm so happy to be here. 
with you today. Super excited. We're going to have so much fun. I know I'm excited. Yes. Um, so I'm going to jump right in here and start with the first question. Um, you share with me that your biggest struggle is speaking the truth in love to Mm non-believers and confrontational people. And I want to validate that because that (laughs) struggle is, it it really is incredibly difficult. Um, and then when I simplify it, I think, you know, Jesus was killed for speaking the truth in love. Right. You know, so, I mean, it's like, okay, well then we're, we're in the right ballpark. So uh, can you share with me some of the examples of like what this struggle looks like in your life? Absolutely. So it's funny because, you know, you had asked me what my biggest struggle was. I had no problem telling you, Mm -hmm. but then when I got the question of, well, give me some examples or why I have to be honest with you. I was super challenged, super challenged. And I started to feel this tug of war between my flesh and the spirit because struggle, what is struggle? Is it sin? Is it something that we're giving validation to, you know, like it's this blanket word, like, no, I struggle with it. You know, it's not something we want to deal with. It's not Mm -hmm. something we want to face. And when I had to answer this question, I was like, I was hashing it out with the Holy spirit. Like, (laughs) no, Melissa face this question. Like, why is it still a struggle? You know? And, and I faced it. And uh, so I just want to thank you for that because we should be asking these challenging questions. We should be facing our struggles. Mm -hmm. Um, because ultimately we want to expose the enemy Mm-hmm. The enemy's lies that we have something holding us back that God wants us to accomplish. Um, so really thinking about why some examples. So for me, at a, at a young age, um, I developed an anxiety towards confrontational people and being in that moment, I've always sort of shut down. Um, I've sort of lost my voice. I've lost my, um, like something in my brain just shuts off. And I think that's just what happens. It's ultimately the roadblock is fear. Mm -hmm. Maybe I have a preconceived idea that they're not going to accept my message or that, and it's not even my message. It's the gospel. But they're not going to accept what I say, and they're going to give me a hard time. Um, And, you know, like I said, I'm glad that you asked me that because I know that this is something I need to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, ultimately, what am I afraid of? Love. I mean, the gospel is a message of love. Mm -hmm. And, God is love and mm-hmm. we're called, you know, to, to share his love. And I think I just made it so much bigger in my head than it actually is. Like mm-hmm. it's really, it's really not a difficult discussion. And I think that, um, that's why I write 
because it's easier for me yeah. to really speak eloquently and on paper. Mm-hmm. But once I start to speak, I get in my head and I, yes. I myself up and, um, and I make a mess of it. And I think I'm afraid of that too. I'm afraid mm-hmm. of messing it up, you know? And, um, oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. but you know, when I was, when I was contemplating this thought, the only thing I could think of was first Corinthians 13 in the message version. There's a part of it that says, I speak with human eloquence, but if I don't have love, I have nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't have, I don't have to speak perfectly. I don't mm-hmm. have to share it perfectly. Right. I just have to share, share it in love. And that is something I, I know that I can do. And, so. You know, I just read in one of the gospels, the passage, I think it was, I sure hope so. I want to say it was Mark where, um, he's saying, don't worry about the words. Like I'll give them to you, you know? Uh, So that just came to my mind, but I want to say, wow. I mean, I, that's, that's the reason why I love to write too. And Mm -hmm. I've, and I've always, even before I was like writing, writing, you know, um, I always preferred if I, if I really had a problem with someone or like, you know, we just had like an issue I wanted to hash out. I wanted to write a letter because, because they can't interrupt a letter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it is, a, but it is about the, the success th- that I'm concerned about. Like I want it yeah. to go well, I don't want it to mess up. I want it to be received everything you're saying. I was like, Oh, that's why I was like, Oh man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that that is so true in my life. Um, and I was also thinking while you were talking, isn't it crazy how, like, I don't know, I mean, for you, if it's exactly the same for you, but there's so many times in my life where I feel like I am just, you know, doing so well, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, um, things are flourishing, God's blessing things. And you just feel like, okay, I've really got this faith thing now. Like I'm really walking with the Lord and you're all excited. And then you, then you get in the mind, your mind, this person that like you avoided talking to at church (laughs) because they're a really uncomfortable person to talk to. Yeah. And and I, I struggle because I'm just like, I, (laughs) it's not that I never talked to that person. It's just, it doesn't. And I'm not, I'm not talking to them to like share the gospel because they already know the gospel and have received Jesus, which is great, but they're just a personality where it just feels like, what is the point of this conversation? (laughs) And and that's my problem too, because for me, and I, and I admit this and I, and I bring it to God and I'm like, God, do what you need to with this, because I, I could picture it being a problem is that everything that I do, I want it to mean something. Yeah. I want it to be purposeful. <laughs> See, and then it's like, well, that's not a lesson. Like, I don't think anyone would go, oh, well, that's a horrible thing. Like they'd go, oh, well, that's a great quality. And I'd be like, yeah, I know. Except that, you know, maybe I'm not talking to everyone I could be talking to because I just feel like, eh, what's the point? 
but you know what? Mm -hmm. And, and, um, even today you were talking about like going back and forth and wrestling with this idea. And it was super similar, um, like about the struggle you you were talking Mm -hmm. about the struggle. And I was like, is it sin? Is it, you know, whatever. And I, the way I view struggle is something that is necessary. Um, it's necessary for growth. Yes. And I also couldn't help thinking of the caterpillar cocoons that I have in my living room right now. Um, mm-hmm. because I learned that, um, caterpillars turning into butterfly butterflies, that struggle for them to come out is necessary. Hmm. It, it's necessary for their strength. So like, and I'm not making this up, like, this is like scientific stuff. So like, right. if you were going to like, let's say you saw that a, a butterfly was trying to emerge from its cocoon and you wanted to help it and you cut a little slit for it to be easier that that butterfly would not survive because they wow. need the struggle to become the butterfly yeah so i wrestle with that idea um like the, like the same concept like is this wrong or is it necessary right right <laughs> try to like and then i just like I offer it up to God. I'm like, okay, God, here's my thoughts because, um, uh, there's scripture for both. There's scripture for both. Um, you know, like, like Paul with the thorn in his flesh, God didn't take it away. God was like, no, you're going to have it because it'll keep you close to me. So there's that concept. And then there's the other concept where it's like, oh, well, if you really had faith, you'd be healed. And, you know, you, you're not healed. And I was thinking about the, I, literally today, this is like what I was journaling. I was thinking about the, the man that was waiting for the waters at Salome to mm-hmm. heal him for like years. Um, and Jesus asked him, do you want to be well? And his first response was like an excuse, Right. But then eventually he was like, yes, I want to be healed. And, and Jesus healed him. So it's those stories that make you go, well, so then am I not healed because I don't want to be healed? And <laughs> so I was having this conversation with God this morning. Um, and the, the best I can come up with now is that it's both. It's both. Uh, and, and it's not up to us to decide which is which. <clears throat> it's, it's God. And so as long as I'm taking my concerns, my questions, my failures, my weakness to the cross, as long as I'm bringing it to my father, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. That's that because he's not going to lead me astray. If I bring it to him, I'm going to be okay. And I don't mean okay and foul. Oh, I'm never going to have problems. That's not what I mean. It's just like, right. that's where I can go. Okay. That is the right thing. It's never wrong to go to God. It's never wrong to go to God. It's never, oh, no, you have to work this one out by yourself. Mm -mm, No, that's a lie. (laughs) Right. So anyway, I I was just like, there's so much stuff that I literally was journaling this morning and I feel like it fits so well with the struggle conversation. But definitely. And I think that this question was necessary. And that's why I think the Holy Spirit is so cool because God uses people like you to just come into my life one day and challenge me with something that I needed to face. Like it, it was necessary. Well, and I will say this, 
it's not me. I'm just the vessel <laughs> because um, I would love to the, the, the flesh me would love to go. Oh my gosh. I know I'm actually really great at, at asking questions. I just have a talent. <laughs> um, but, and, and it's sometimes I do think that I'm like, Oh, well, that's you God. Like if I do have a talent, you gave it to me. Um, and so anyway, I, I love that. I love that because I was even saying it, I was like, anything good. I do anything that does produce fruit. It's not me. It's just mm-hmm. because I'm on the vine. <laughs> yes. It's just because I'm on the vine. Um, anyway, I love it. So I also love that. What's most important to you. And I just said this and I didn't plan it. I promise staying connected to the vine. See how like that flowed perfectly. Like, oh my goodness. You were just talking about, like (laughs) I was saying, as long as you're remaining on the vine, as long as you're taking it to God, you're on the right track. So can you share with us, like, what, what does that entail for you? Like, how do you remain on the vine? Yeah. So for me, I feel like apart from Christ, I'm dead bones. So he is my source of life. So, you know, just like we, you know, our battery's getting low on our phone and we plug it in Mm -hmm. to be charged. Like I need to stay charged Mm -hmm. in, in him. And, um, you know, just several things really first, I mean, his word is alive. It's being in the word, allowing his word to mm-hmm. penetrate my, my mind, my thoughts might be imprinted on my heart. Um, and really being filled daily by the Holy spirit, of course, you know, just being in prayer and having that communication is important. Um, but for me, I feel like the, the, the Holy spirit is so powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is the third person of the Trinity. It's God gave us a helper so that we did not have to do this walk alone. And as we are filled by him, he conforms us to, to Christ. And, um, you know, it's, it's really being in tune with, with the Holy spirit, really. I mean, mm-hmm. Um, that's it. He's my, he's my source of of energy, of strength, of life. Mm -hmm. I love Um, that. I I love it because I mean, like I said, you're speaking my language. (laughs) (laughs) I, I get this and it's so crazy how, when, how easily we can like veer off the, the course, like how we can get like out of alignment, I guess, with the Holy spirit. And we're not even meaning to. Right. And so honestly, I kind of get frustrated in those moments where I realize you, you weren't in alignment, but like, I didn't mean to not be in alignment. And so then of course I, you know, I want to beat myself up and shame on you. Yeah. How could you do that? You know, (laughs) but that is not God. And that is not the Holy spirit speaking those words. That is my, my human self, um, trying to take me down. And I, and I, I do think that the enemy knows our pain points. He knows how to use our weaknesses against us. And so, you know, um, the good news is 
that I try to remind myself, even if I feel out of alignment, I'm, I'm like, you know what? Getting in alignment is as easy as dropping to my knees right now. Yeah. And he always takes us back, not because we, we did anything worthy, but just because that's what he promised, you know? And like, he's trustworthy and we can, we can trust in that. And that uh, is a big source of my strength, knowing like, absolutely. And that's it that like, we don't lose our salvation because we made a mistake, no way. A, a mistake that we didn't even mean to make like an unintentional mistake. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing I remind myself of, um, especially when reading the old Testament, because like I'm going through, um, lamentations right now with my husband <laughs> and it's, it's terrifying. I mean, it's terrifying. Uh, when I read, I'm reading this going, this is horrible. <laughs> like, I don't want this to be me. You know, I don't want, wow. I don't want God to turn his back on me and let my enemies have me. I don't want that. <laughs> right. Um, but then that's when like either my husband or even the Holy spirit will remind me, but you are not the rebellious. I'm not, my right. heart belongs to God. I want God a hundred percent. And if I fall out of alignment it is not because I was like thinking I could do it better than God. Right. And so I have to use those, those teeny tiny nuances to be like, okay, <laughs> God did not leave you or forsake you. He is with yeah. you. And every time you call on him, he's right there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go away. Um, but when you read scriptures like that, like I, I can get scared and I think based off of the Bible, um, the enemy even uses scriptures against me. Um, just like he did with Jesus, really. I mean, he manipulated scripture to tempt Jesus. And so he does, he pulls out all the stops with me, you know, like he knows my weaknesses and I'll be like, (laughs) I'm going to scare her with this one here. Um, but the good thing is, is after practice and practice and practice and practice, I feel like it's, it's so much faster to get back in the alignment because you you've learned all these things and you remember, Oh, that's, that's just a lie. I'm not going to believe that. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And we do, we do have to, and we have to know our enemy so that we can acknowledge his work in our life. Like I mean, it's a daily thing for me (laughs) daily. (laughs) And you know, even that too, like uh, so many people have been like, oh, well you focus, like you shouldn't focus so much on him. Like don't give him power. I'm like, I'm not giving him power, but Mm -hmm. I need to, I, I see with the Holy spirit, good, evil. Like it's very like, like he makes that distinction so clear, which I'm so grateful for. I mean, now I can spot a lie a mile away. Like, no, that's a lie. That's from the devil. Like, right. Because the devil is the father of lies. So anybody that's lying, their father is the devil at that moment. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, so the discernment, it's like, no, it's like being aware what you just said. It's being aware that, um, oh, wait, you know what? This is not of God. So I don't need to even toil with it anymore. 
Right. That is not how God speaks. That is not the things that he says. So bye-bye. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So I, for one, see your light of Christ, which is why I wanted to have you on the podcast. Um, I do. So, you know, can you walk us through some of your journey and how God has helped you grow Mm -hmm. spiritually? I like, I just, I appreciate those words more than, you know, it makes me emotional because I, you know, I didn't grow up in, um, a Christian household. So it wasn't until I hit a very dark, um, season in my life. I was married for seven years and we were on on the verge of divorce. So I was seven years. I was 27. I got married at 20. Um, it was a super dark season and I, I hit my rock bottom and I said, and a friend of mine said, you need to go to church. You need to find Jesus. So mm-hmm. I, I took her advice because I had nothing left and I went. Um, and as I started getting involved in like women's ministries and, and just being around Christian women, um, there was some, some very particular women through the years that just, I saw something different in them and I wanted it. And it was like, they were just so authentic and genuine and warm. And it was like, I'm seeing Jesus in them. So that's like, you know, through the years, like, that's what I want. Like, I feel like I I still don't see that in myself. I have to be honest with you, but like, that's my goal in life. Like I want to be that woman who, you know, is just hospitable and patient with her words, you know, and not quick to anger. And, you know, I just, I just, oh, so that's like, I see that and I'm like, how do I get that? You know? So on my journey and on my faith journey, I think, um, you know, since I, I've been an anxious person since I was young, and very shy and reserved and introverted and soft-spoken. It's like, how can I take what God has cleansed within me and allow it to show on the outside? Well, it's, it's through my actions. It's through my words. It's through how I handle situations. You know, it's, it's a mixture of all of these things. Like, how do I respond to somebody who's being ugly to me, or how do I respond to, um, somebody in need? Like, it's just all of these things. And it's, it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. It's a work in progress, but it, it's something that I've seen. And it's something that I want, you know? Well, the work in progress, um, that phrase, you know, I, I would encourage you keep that close to you every day because we're always going to be a work in progress. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish that wasn't so, I mean, that yeah. that's just my honest talk. Yeah. Um, I've, I've gotten a lot more comfortable with it. 
but to me, it just feels wrong. Like, like I, and that has to do with my perfectionism. Like I, yeah, I just want to be done. I, I want right. to be at that level that I think I'm supposed to be at or whatever. Right. And God has taught me through many years and many struggles and tons of words, whatever, like most sweet girl, you're always going to be a work <laughs> in progress because you're always going to need me. Mm. And, and, um, then I'm like, okay, cool. Cause it does now, now it can take a lot of pressure off of me. Cause like everything you were saying about, oh, my actions, it, does, it gets exhausting. It gets exhausting. And so what I like to say with like the whole concept of you don't have to be perfect is mm-hmm. that one, as soon as you hear that, you should feel a weight lifted, right? Like that's the idea Two, for the people that are like, well, you have to at least try, which I've heard millions of times. And I used to say it all the time, right? Well, you have to at least try. No, mm-hmm. it's not true. Um, it's a shift. It's a, it's different. So it doesn't mean you don't care and you're just lazy and you do nothing with your life. That's not what it means. It's a shift from, okay, I'm going to strive to be this, right? And once I'm this, then I can be satisfied. It's shifting that to, oh, this doesn't exist. So my best option is to stick right next to my father, stick right next to my creator, do everything with him. Uh, I don't have to be afraid because I have the most powerful being on the planet in my heart, like in my mind, my body, my soul, like I have him with me. So I can do scary things. I can do unpleasant things. I can also rest because I was just, I was created to rest. I can also mess up because he'll use it. So you see, so it's like, it's just shifting from, well, but I want to serve God with my life. So I have to try. It's more like, you know what, God, here's my life. Now you do your work. It's a surrender. It's a surrender to the Holy Spirit. And it is. And you've been saying that surrender word a couple of times now. And, you know, it just makes me think of like, here we are strutting along, like, look where I've come, you know, like, look how far I've come. And it's like, and there's always going to be, I mean, that, that is life, you know, life is not perfect. There are ups and downs, there's highs and lows, there's hills and valleys, there's, mm-hmm. there's going to be something to, to test our faith. And, and, yeah. and, and, and it's just about living surrendered. I, I really yes. like that. Yes, it is about like, that's what I've learned. It's all about surrender. The more I can surrender, um, the more peace I have, like, and I don't mean peace in the way the world means I'm talking about the peace that God promises, yeah, the strength that he promises, the provision that he promises, uh, the, everything, the yeah. being equipped, it all comes through surrender. And it took me forever to under, like, I didn't get it. I wasn't trying to resist. I just, I didn't understand the concept. Right. And through, and he was so patient. And he let me fall down 20 million times until I was like, oh, 
<laughs> I can just surrender. Yes. So, you know, and another way I like to phrase that about the, you know, progress thing is there's always going to be something to work on. Absolutely. There's always going to be something to do and to, to just really accept that and embrace that. And you, your everything shifts. Yeah. You see things differently. Well, that's the thing. It's like sanctification is a lifelong process. I mean, we will not be made holy until we are in his presence. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we, you know, I have arrived. No, like when you're in heaven, it's a different story, but on earth, like we, we are human, we are flesh. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I love that, but the sanctification process, it is beautiful. It is beautiful. You know, that he can take things out of us that are not of him that he is faithful to conform us to his image, you know, to give us eyes to see others as he sees them, mm -hmm. to give us a love for others as he loves others. Like, I, I don't know how often I have to remind myself of that. And I, that's my prayer. Like, God, help me to love this person that let's be honest, is hard to love in my mm -hmm. flesh. Mm -hmm. Let me love, give me a love for them. Like you love them. Like I, you know, it is, it's supernatural. It's not something that comes easy. Um, but through that sanctification process and our surrender, I, I'm so in love with this word right now. Um, I don't know why it's just really standing out to me. I don't be surprised if I have a blog post in the near future mm -hmm. on it as I, I dig it. into this word, but, um, as we surrender, he is faithful to do what he's promised to do. And that's mm -hmm. conform us to him. Yeah. And you know what? I wanted to say another take on the, we're never going to arrive until we're in heaven, right? Mm -hmm. There is a really fun way to look at this too. That is like maybe even more effective is I've already arrived because I'm redeemed by the blood of the lamb <laughs> and eternity is all that matters. So yeah. now that I've arrived, what am I going to do with it? see so it's yeah. like it, it's a more pot like no i i i'm exactly what i'm supposed to be right now i'm redeemed my soul is taken care of so what am i going to do with it what am i going to do yes. with it i i want to i want to honor god you know You're right so um i mean either way is fine but i just i i had thought of that um from another conversation i had with a friend where i was like yeah you know what that's true because we can't, we already have that victory in Jesus. Right. Yeah. So like, right. let's do something with it, you know? Um, and I'm glad that you love the surrender thing because I do too. In fact, when this is done, I'm going to send you something, but, cool. <laughs> um, so I know we've, we've pretty much already talked about, you know, you living in your faith. Um, and what that means, like you're saying, God is your source. He's, he's your everything. And it's how you do yeah. your life. Um, is there anything you want to add to that? There is, because for me, like for so many years, you know, I, I surrendered my life to, to the Lord. I, you know, was born again. I'm a believer. I'm, I'm, I'm changed. You know, I'm, here's the thing. I, I don't, I, I always like to clarify because um, we are saved by grace through faith. Mm -hmm. There's no works that can get me 
my salvation. Right. However, faith works because for so long, like I'm I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm saved now. I have my salvation, but my faith was stagnant. Mm-hmm. I wasn't seeing growth. My faith wasn't growing because I was staying in the safe zone of com- comfortability. Yep. And I've learned that faith works just like when Peter walked on water. Why? Because he had faith. The moment he lost faith, what happened? He fell into the water. Like faith, it moves, it works, it's active, it's an action. It's mm-hmm. not just something I say, it's something I do. And I think once I grasped that, because for years I was like, God, take away my anxiety. Why do I have anxiety? Just take it away, take it away, take it away. Well, I can pray that until um, I have no breath in my body. But until I do something, it's it's like, okay, so the opposite side is, okay, God, I trust you. Mm-hmm. Your word tells me not to be anxious because X, Y, Z. Now I'm going to believe this and I'm going to start living it. Right. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to approach this, even though I'm afraid, because I believe in God. I know that he is with me yeah. and I know that fears of the enemy, not him. So that's an example of, okay, now I'm, I'm walking in my faith. Now I'm doing something. I'm doing something to eradicate my anxiety. I'm stepping out of the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So just for me, like I've just learned that faith, you know, it, it, having faith, it is, it is something, it's something we do, mm-hmm. something that we just live out. I mean, yes, absolutely. I love it. I love it. Especially with the anxiety thing, because I have the same affliction, if you will. Yeah. And some, some, like, it wasn't even that long. It was just like a few days ago when it was like, I, I didn't have it in, you know, there's different types of anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's all in your head and you're just like so tired of thinking you're like, Oh my gosh, please. Sometimes it's in my body yeah. where it's like, my mind feels fine. I'm like, why am I so anxious? This is so ridiculous. Like, I I know like I have a Tasmanian devil inside my chest and I don't even understand. So I I say, I just, I'm prefacing, like there's different types. So this was like a calmer anxiety. Like I, I didn't feel like, like I couldn't breathe or anything, but it was like, um, oh no, I forgot what I was going to say, <laughs> but it was, it was about, oh, 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 I know. Um, I was reminding myself, like comforting myself saying, yes, you, you were more anxious today, but guess what? You did it afraid. Right. You didn't turn your back on anything. God called you to do. You didn't put, turn your back on anything. He put on your heart today. You pushed forward in faith knowing that that fear was a liar. And so I was like, see, and, and yes, I I'm totally with you. You faith does work. It does work. It's not earning your salvation. It's a product of your salvation. Uh, It's like, because I have faith, I'm going to do this thing. That's uncomfortable. Right. And And I think that that's how we grow. I think mm -hmm. that that's how our faith grows is by us moving in faith. Not just saying I have faith, but stepping out, stepping out in faith. Yeah. Because if you just say it, what does that even mean? If you can't even explain what that looks like to someone, if they can't even see it, then it's dead. 
That's what it means by faith without works is dead. And it's so true. It's just a word. It's just what five letters, right? Right. So, and then, um, I'll tell you this too. God has moved. He moves your comfort zone. Right. So like there were things I was terrified before now they're like, I I don't even bat an eyelash. Um, but then he brings me to a new challenge where I'm like, okay, yeah, this is scary. Okay. You know what? (laughs) You've always seen me through. You're always on the other side. You're always at the other side of that line. So I have nothing to fear. I literally have nothing to fear and I'll talk myself through that. And then I cross over that line of comfort and I'm like, see, I knew I'd be okay. You know, Right. I knew he'd be there because he showed me that he's there. He's so faithful. Mm-hmm. He's never tripped me. You know, he's never right. like not caught me. Right. So everybody's at a different place in their walk, but like mm-hmm. the more you move out of your comfort zone, the more you're living in faith. Exactly. Cause exactly. Comfort is that yucky complacency component. I hate complacency. (laughs) It does. It does. And I think like that's been such a key for me in my faith journey. And that's why through my hills and valleys, like it doesn't matter where you are in your faith journey. If you're on day one or day 10 years, you know, like it doesn't matter where I want to encourage people to continue to grow in their faith and to live a life led by the Holy spirit, because like it's that complacency that's always hindered yes. me, my growth, you know, it's hindered my growth. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I survived, you know, extreme marriage troubles and it's like the easy, the easy, it would have been easy to give up and walk away. The hard part was stepping outside of my comfort zone and fighting for something that I wanted to succeed that I believed God had plans for. Right. And, um, I think it's just such a, an important component that I, Mm. you know, that I need encouragement in. And I just, I just, you know, I believe that God is equipping me to just give that same encouragement, you know, to others. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. So I know one of your plans or your goals is, um, to grow in leadership and ministry. So I was curious if you had any plans for how you were going to do that. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, you know, earlier in our conversation, when we were just saying, you know, not to let, it may have been um, in a prior conversation with you, but we were just saying that everything I do in my ministry has to be Holy Spirit led. You know, the minute that I start to have ideas that are not from the spirit, it's Mm -hmm. like, no, um, you know, it just, it reminds me of the story that I read earlier this week of Abraham and Sarah. They were told that, you know, their Abraham's seed would inherit the promised land. Well, Sarah was tired of waiting. So Sarah took matters into her own hands and said, well, you be with the maidservant. And when you bear a child, now we'll have the seed. Well, God did not honor Ishmael as, as the heir. Right. And it's like, so often I think what I've in my own life, I've, 
in regards to ministry, I've tried to take the reins, if you will. I've tried to say, okay, I don't really feel led, but I can do this, you know? And, um, no, no, God, I, I want God to honor my ministry, whatever that looks like. I want to be led by the Holy spirit. So that's my plan. My plan is to follow God's prompting and leading and love it. Now that I'm back, I've been in the past, you know, I was in a women's ministry where I felt the Holy Spirit calling me to more, but fear stopped me and I didn't do it. I don't want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I want to look fear in the face and say, you know what, God, I'm going to do this afraid because like you said, I know that you are with me. I know that you will sustain me. I know that this is what you have called me to do, called me outside of my comfort zone. So I don't know what the future holds, but I want to be just connected to the vine and just Holy yep. Spirit led in whatever it is. So, so we'll see. Yeah. You know what? I, I absolutely love that answer because I feel like that's, that's where we all, I mean, I shouldn't speak for everyone, but I feel like that's where I want all of God's followers to be at that level and throw away the, the whole goal mentality, because, and I used that word and I thought, oh, it's so funny because I, I don't think that way anymore. And I'm grateful because I am a, I'm a goal oriented person. I just, that's just who I like. That's, that was my natural state. And he has, and and I like sharing the transformation stories that will never be over because, you know, I feel (laughs) like that's where people can relate and go, oh, okay. But you know, I'm so different now with go. I don't have, oh, by this date, I want to have this and this and this accomplished and da, 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 da. Right. Cool. Yeah. That flows really well in the world. People gobble that up. They like it. It has a clear, uh, viewpoint. You could see it. You can, okay. Yes. I want to do that. But guess what? That's not how the spirit works. That's not, it's not how the spirit works. It's and not you know, how it works. And like you said earlier, you know, like about numbers and stuff like that. What I'm trying to remember is that our good shepherd leaves the 99 for the one. And even if, even if my ministry is to the one, I want to write to the one, that one person. And when you look at it like that, it changes everything because as we grow in our faith, we have this wisdom now, right? This wisdom that's of God. And it feels, it's like, well, well, I'm wiser than she, or, you yep. know, like, and it's like, get off your high horse, like, yep. no, stop. And, and just, just the love, just yeah. share my, share my word. And I think it's important to talk about these challenges. That's why I appreciate you asking me that question. <laughs> um, it is, it's important to just be transparent in our struggles. Yes. <laughs> our sins are, um, you know, all of that. It, 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 it's talking about the good and the bad. Yeah. And if you think about it, look, look at the Bible. Does the Bible only show the good? Uh, no, no, it does not. The yeah. bad is always right alongside the good, the struggle, the, the mistake, the sin. It's always right alongside the good. And what is the good God? It's always God. So it's like, you know, 
uh, like I've, I've quoted myself before, but like, you don't have to be perfect to be used by him. You just need to be willing and open. And that's, that is where the difference lies. It is because I've been a person that's been a believer for my whole life. And yet my life now is so different. Um, mm-hmm. My faith is so different. Cause I used to even think in my faith, like what even is faith? Like, I used to be like, oh yeah, I have faith. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like I would say it and be like, right. I don't even, what does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? What? I don't see what's different. Like I just, I couldn't see it. And now I'm like, oh my goodness. My faith is in surrender. My faith mm-hmm. is in the actions that God says, hey, do this. Those nudges, I call them nudges. Yeah. And then, and then I confirm, you know, sometimes I don't because I just know 100%. Oh, you know, that's God. Sometimes I'll go, oh, wait, is that you? Is that, is that you? Are you the one telling me that? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and that was the case of the podcast, right? Like people yeah. kept bringing it up and I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any plans to do podcasts. No, no, I don't. And then finally it kept, it kept, just kept coming up and coming up. I'm like, oh, maybe I should pray about this. <laughs> what a concept. So and then I asked so and he was like, yeah, it was me. I, I that is so cool. Him. He's so cool like that. <laughs> He's so patient. He's so <laughs> patient. Cause I think about like, when I look back over my life, oh, pe- okay, let's put it this way. People that have known me for most of my life would be like, oh, well, you've always been good. You've always been a goody two-shoe and blah, 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 blah. you know, they'd say, and I actually don't like that. Um, it bothers me. <laughs> um, I feel like it diminishes God's work in my life. Hmm. Um, but I know, I know the difference. Um, and I think, wow. God was so patient with me when I was being a jerk, you know, like Mm -hmm, I didn't mean, I wasn't ever trying to be a jerk. I was always trying to live the right way. I was always trying to do that. That I admit to, it was very important to me because as a perfectionist, I want to do things right. I want to do them correct. I don't want to mess up, you know, like, so it, but it was more from that mentality. Like, I just don't want to mess up, but now I'm like, I just, I just see how much he let, like, for lack of a better term, like, let me get away with, you know, or he could have like, boom, lowered it down on me and, and been like, you know what? I'm done with you. I'm done. (laughs) He could have, you know, he could have done that because he's God. And, and I, if he said that, I'm sure he would be um, accurate. You know, I did let him Mm -hmm. down or whatever. But that's, that is not our savior. Our savior made a way for us that we, we can't mess up too much to be redeemed. Right. You know, uh, it's, it's so interesting. It's so beautiful and yet confusing, right? <laughs> like depending on which perspective you're coming from, it's like, yeah. wait, what? But anyway. I don't want to confuse anybody else, but, um, how can we support you stay connected to your journey? Yeah. So 
really just, um, you know, through my blog, www.myhillsandvalleys.com, there's um, a subscription button. Uh, I'm just doing a uh, once a month email. So it's nothing bombarding. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody can opt out at any time, but I think we'll, whatever is going to happen is going to happen there. So, mm-hmm. yep. um, I love you know, it. right now it's just, you know, if any of your listeners need some encouragement in their faith and their walk, um, they can find me there. Wonderful. And I, I'm, I'm happy to, <laughs> I hope they will go. I hope they will yeah. go because I know they will find Thank that you. encouragement and, uh, you know, that I, I love it. Uh, I love being encouraged, uh, as well. I, I need it just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, sometimes we think there are certain people that don't need encouragement, but it's not true. (laughs) We all need it, but, um, thank you so much for being here. I love this conversation. Mm -hmm. It was so, uh, it was awesome. I kind of don't want it to end, but um, you know, I know. I feel like we could go on for quite some time. We could, but you know what we'll do? We'll just say, um, there's, there's always more to be done. There's always more yeah. to be said. So maybe, you know, you can come back and we can chat some more. Yeah. Until next time. Until Thank next you for time. having me, Vanessa. I appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Hi friends. I'm so glad you've been enjoying the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast and wanted you to know that if you'd like to support and help share its uplifting message, you can leave a positive review on Apple or Spotify. To donate 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 a month, simply click the Anchor link in the notes of this show. Once you're on the Anchor homepage of the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast, click the middle button that says Support and select your amount and enter your info. It's quick and easy and will make a great impact on the lives of my family. Thanks for being with me today. Let's keep practicing saying no to perfect and yes to truth. Take care.